Hey y'all, welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations, a podcast where I have intimate conversations with women of color on my couch. Today, I'm so excited to have my guests on because she and I will discuss matchmaking and all things relationships. (laughs) I'm your host, Jasmine W., and my guest is a certified matchmaker and dating specialist based out of Seattle, Washington. She enjoys working with black singles all over the U.S., ages 28 to 60, Mm, I gotta ask about that, (laughs) who are single, single, entanglement, free, and serious about their search to find true love. Her goal is to continue helping others navigate through the ups and downs of dating and relationships. Welcome my guest, Chi. Hey, Chi. Hello, hello. (laughs) And I just found out before we started that Chi is Nyjah. So, hey, welcome, sis. (laughs) You're actually my first Nigerian guest on the podcast, too, which is a shame because I got cousins. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. I'm really happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. You can follow her on Instagram at NYA Love by Chi. She also has a website, www.nyaloveanddating.com. Chi, I cannot wait to get into our discussion today. So many people are going to want to hear what you have to say about uh, matchmaking. But we always start the podcast with the quote of the day, uh, and you know it because you chose it. It is, love recognizes no barriers. It jumps hurdles, leaps fences, penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope by Maya Angelou. That's such a beautiful quote. What does it mean to you? Like, why did you choose it? It means everything to me. I love Maya Angelou. I've been a big fan of her since I discovered her. I think it was sixth grade with the Still I Rise poem. And then I discovered Phenomenal Woman and it was a wrap. (laughs) Yes. But the way she talks about love is how I want people to perceive it, right? A lot of people get very jaded from their past relationships and they kind of keep themselves in this bubble. I don't want to get hurt again, so I'm just going to stay here. And I, but no, you have to be willing to do the, the work. You have to be willing to do the work. You have to put yourself out there. Um, it's hard. It's hard, but there are hurdles to get through within and in society, but it's worth it. It's worth it when you do it right, so... Yeah, yeah. Relationships are really hard. Girl, me and my husband have been together 10 years, so we can get into it, okay? That's a decade. It's beautiful. Yes. So I guess my question for you is something I don't know about you is, are you married? Because a lot of people are going to say, matchmaker, if a matchmaker is single, how does she know how to match? So are you married? I'm not married. Okay, let's get into it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Random questions. Today, y'all, if you listen to the podcast before, you already know the deal. I ask my guests random questions so that we both can get to know our guests a little bit more. So Chi is here. And I just want to know, okay, how did you become a matchmaker? Tell me about how how you got into your purpose. Yeah, so I discovered that I liked talking to people about dating and love advice when I was in fifth grade. I used to be obsessed with this game called MASH. I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was my game, girl. I played it all the time. But I realized I was carrying these little origami sheets with different names of different boys in the class. Too much, more like more than other people. They'd be moving on to outside playing recess on the monkey bars. And I'm like, you don't want to play MASH again? Let's see who you're going to get. Let's see where you're going to end up. And I realized that I, I really like doing this. And yeah, so... Yeah. That was in elementary, fifth grade, moving on to middle school. I'd be the one to pass the notes to anyone. Oh, I heard that she likes you. Why don't you go say something to her? Or I'd be the one to go to that friend and be like, they have a crush on you. Why don't you talk to them? 
I had no issues doing that whatsoever. And then fast forward to high school, yeah. where dating got really interesting and hearts got broken. People were coming to me. I also had a few relationships myself in high school. <laughs> so <laughs> navigating through that and then through college, I realized, wow, this is something that I love doing, but how can I turn this into a career? And then um, I watched the movie Hitch. When Hitch came out, I decided, you know what? I want to be a certified matchmaker and love and dating specialist. So I started doing research as the years went on and I found the Matchmaking Institute. Um, they come highly recommended. I decided to save up my coins. <laughs> I had to get on a payment plan. It was rough. It was rough yeah. to get on a payment plan, but I made it work because this is my passion. And I got certified. And then I took additional training um, at the global, through the Global Love Institute that was held in Manhattan because I wanted to know even more about matchmakers and the love industry, people that have been doing this a lot longer than me. We had to talk about our business plan, which was great, but they all looked at me like I was crazy because my pricing is far below every other matchmaker I've ever met in my life. <laughs> They're like, you charge what? That, really? Okay. Yeah. But my thing is, I'm not going to turn someone down just because they make a certain amount in, of, of, per year, but they're looking for love and they're serious. Yeah. Let me see what I can do for you. Let's work together. I'm not going to just say, no, we're going to find something that works. So I don't really have set pricing. It depends on that person, that individual. Right. Income-based pricing, kind of. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I actually see that as a way of being able to, you know, you said you're passionate about matching people of color, black people. That's a way to actually make sure that black people have access to you in your services. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to turn anybody away, especially in our community. We get turned away for so many different things just from our skin color. So when it comes to love, how dare I? You know yeah. what I mean? Let's yeah. have a conversation. If your heart is in the right place, I want to work with you. Yeah. But do you look at pay stubs, Chi? I suggest you look at pay stubs, girl, because they might be lying to you. Oh, so this is what I do. I go off energy and vibes. We have a okay. one-hour consultation. Yeah, and I trust what, they say, what they're saying to me. And then I submit that PayPal or Venmo request, yeah. you know, and give them some time. But usually within 48 hours, I, I get my monies. Yeah. So I've been fortunate enough to work with people that are being open and honest. And that's all I ask with people I work with. Um, yeah. I will say, though, that there has been some time after the, the consultation where I've had to turn people down if their energy or vibe is wrong. Like, yeah. oh, so you're looking for, yeah, I just want a shorty that can hold me down, whatever, with a fat ass. I'm like, that's, that's all you, okay. So Why he come to you for that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. But either way, I just say, okay, this has been a great session. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I do not think this is going to be a great fit, but I wish you the best in your search. And people respect that when I add it. I wish you the best in your search. It's just not going to be with me, right? right. So right. I love having my own business because I decide who I want to work with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Okay. Well, what do you say to people who say, well, gee, you're not married. So how do you know how to match me? So the focus is not about me. It's about you as an individual. I always tell Ooh. them, if you want to talk about me, we can talk about me. I have several relationships that we can dive into, but I always say you have to go through it to grow through it. I come from an area of expertise because I've been through so much with so many different people. And I applaud myself that I'm still standing here today. There's nothing that someone can share with me that's going to make me go, oh my gosh, are you serious? I've heard crazy stories. I'm like, wow. But yeah. nothing scares me or makes me feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And when it comes to my dating life, I have a very happy, active dating life. I am extremely satisfied in my dating life, but I am yeah. not a married person. I do want to get married someday and I will be, but that's not my focus right now. 
When yeah. it comes to what happened, it'll be beautiful. My focus is helping others find love. That's my passion. Because I know it's going to happen for me. I already know. And I will say, sometimes people, married people be giving y'all trash advice and they be lying to y'all. This is true. They be really lying to y'all. Like, that isn't, they not, they not, oh my God, I could go in on that. But I always, I make fun of these uh, TikTok or Instagram relationships. It's like, child, what? Y'all, uh, y'all cuddling together at, uh, at 9 a.m.? No, we not. <laughs> your breath stank um <laughs> okay well another random question i had for you is i feel like i have so many questions but you know what are some criteria you do use to determine who's compatible and who's not oh, great question i get asked that often so um i start off with the love language test oh. when you book a consultation with me it is mandatory that you do the love language test i don't care if your computer broke down in the middle of it, started over. Um, we will reschedule the consultation if you do not have your love language test in front of me. It has to be emailed to me directly. The yeah. reason why I do this is I think it's important to know how my clients want to be loved and how they perceive love. Okay. I wouldn't want to match someone that has a, a love language that's not in the top three of someone else because they're going to they're gonna start bumping heads and it's going to be more work to try to keep them together, right? Yeah. Then, you know, so my whole thing is, after they take the love language test, I focus on the top three that they have. And when it comes to finding a partner that's compatible, not only am I looking at long-term success in terms of what they're both looking for mm -hmm. um, and other factors, but it, the, the love language test is definitely prevalent because I want to make sure that they at least have three that are the same. Yeah. They can actually know how to love each other and show and receive love in return. And there are four love languages? There's five. There's five. Mm -hmm. There's um, acts of service. Okay. Which is like, I go, go do the dishes for me without asking or go put gas in my car. Oh, that's so sweet. My heart is touched. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, there's physical touch, like, a, like the kissing and the holding hands. Um, there is words of affirmation. It's like mm -hmm. speaking life into someone. A lot of people love and need that. Um, there is quality time, which is a very common one. Um, yeah. We like to spend time with their quality. Make time for me. And then there's receiving gifts where like, oh, you, you were out and you saw something that thought of me. That is so sweet. My heart is touched. So those are the five. Yeah. And I found that I've been surprised, but not really <laughs> when I'm talking with clients. Because after they tell me their story and then we talk about the love language test at the end, I'm like, that makes perfect sense. And they're like, yeah. oh, gosh, you get me. I'm like, I know. You know, I've never done the love language test. You should. You, should, you and your husband should do it. You we should. Because... I actually feel like, well, I know that mine is the touch, like the affection one, because yeah, that's my primary. I, 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 like my husband, and he still doesn't get it. I'm like, if we arguing, all you have to do is come hug me, and then the argument is over. But he's he don't learn, girl. Yeah, and honestly, and not um, and sometimes it could just be a culture thing, not as affection, but if, but if they know, if they know, yeah, and they consistently understand how you feel, they'll make the effort to change. You yeah. just have to integrate it into their heads. You know, some yeah. people are set in their ways, but love matters. And when they truly care, they will put in the effort. Right, right. Well, how long, okay, so you said that you were inspired by the movie Hitch, but how long have you been matchmaking? Officially matchmaking, I would say, so I launched my business in February, but I've been doing it for years. Okay. Um, I have a couple that I put together that just bought a house, what, six months ago? Mm -hmm. They've been together for almost five years now. What I love, though, is that they're still together and it's been almost five years. They actually have a testimonial written on my page, so I love that, my Facebook page. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
And I feel like this generation will tell me this too, that when it comes to like heterosexual couples specifically, women are more serious about finding a long-term partner. So do you have more women come to you than men? Like, how do you balance this? Because it seems like there would be way more women and like not enough men in the pool. Because it seems to me like no man is looking for a serious relationship when it comes to looking at my friends. So they are looking, they are looking. I find that it's kind of balanced, but I do have more women reach out to me for my services. Men will reach out to me to, to be curious about how it works, but what it comes down to is ego. So <laughs> I'm just being completely honest. Like they're like, I don't need you to help. I can find a woman, I can find a woman. Okay, well then why, why don't you want to commit a relationship? Well, you know, I've been busy with work. Okay, well then why don't you let me help? Oh, okay, so how does this work again? So the thing <laughs> is with men is more so, I can do this on my own, but Maybe I can, maybe you can offer me some guidance. With women, it's like, I don't know, there's no good men out there. Show me a man, show me my husband. <laughs> so it's, there, there's different approaches to it. But at the end of the day, it kind of equals out. But the thing is, whoever my client is and becomes, that's who I'm searching for, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have more women coming to me, then I'm searching for their men and their husbands. That's just how it's gonna be. And I'm not afraid to approach anyone at all. If I see your future husband at, a, a like a red light and I'm in the car, I will get out, sir, can you pull over? I got something to tell you. Um, the grocery store, the gym, like getting ice cream, it doesn't matter. I'm always looking for my clients, no matter where I'm at. I'm not a shy individual. I'll approach anyone, anywhere, anytime, if I feel there may be a good fit for you. Well, how would you know if they're at the gym, if they're a good fit? If I came to you as a match, as looking for love, how would you know if you just saw them at the gym that they might be a fit for me? So during the consultation, we talk about physical attributes that people are drawn to. I've learned that there's some women that only want to date men with beards. It's a thing for them. There's a woman, oh, there's something about a, a soft, bald head. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> so you only want to date bald head men. Yeah, he has to be bald. I'm like, okay, go on. So people have the different preferences. So if physically he meets the criteria or she meets the criteria, I will approach them and see first, okay, are you currently in a relationship? That's weird. I don't know you. I understand, but I'm a certified matchmaker. Really? Those exist? Yeah. And you fit the criteria of one of my current clients. Yeah. Can we have a consultation? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, then um, how can I convince you otherwise? Like, are you currently married? Well, no. Well, then what are you looking for? Like, are you looking for a relationship? Because that would be nice. And I'm approaching you now. So what? Okay. Well, I guess. All right. Let's yeah. have a conversation. Then after an hour, I can fully assess, okay, I think you'd be a good fit for my client. I run the background check. If everything comes out clear, we move forward. So that's wow. how it works. Uh, well, like, what type of person is your average customer right now? Do they have a corporate job? Do they have, you know, like, are, you know, do teachers come to you? It's been a mix. It's been a mix. I get people in the military that have hit me up. I have law- the last person I just matched. Um, he's a lawyer. Well, he's in law school. And it's very important to him that he find a woman that's educated, likes to read and understand and supports him being in law school. And I, I had to search for him for seven or eight months. So because <laughs> um, he had to have someone that lived in a, that was willing to move to Vegas because that's where his family's from. It was just this whole thing. And I was like, OK, I got you. But I was on the hunt and we finally found someone for him. And it felt so good. It felt so, so good. So so wait, hold on. You found somebody for this guy in law school that was willing to move to Vegas? Correct. And be with him? Yes. And another thing is, um, I, see, the thing is, I have to make sure that people understand what they're getting into. So I'm not going to sell you a dream. I talk about deal breakers. I was like, he wants to have children. 
it's a deal breaker if you do not. Are you open to that? And I've yeah. learned to do that. There's some women in our age that do not want to have children. There's some women in their 30s, I don't want to have children at all, even in their late 20s. It's just not for me. But I, why would I pair you with a man that really wants to be a father, right? right. So things that I ask to make sure this is going to be something that is long lasting. The goal is always marriage. I don't, I don't have clients that, oh, I'm looking for um, a long-term a long-term engagement, no, life-term partner, life partner. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've had a couple, I'm like, oh, okay. So you only want to be matched with people that are looking for a life-term partner. No, they can want to be married. No, that's not going to work. You either want a life-term partner or you want to be married. Like, cause I mean, then you get those situations where you're with someone for five, six, seven years and like ugh, waiting for him to pop the question or waiting for her yeah. to, to be ready. Like, no, no. I want them to be ready together and grow together. That is yeah. always the goal. Yeah. Though, okay. The one thing I wanted to ask you too is you mentioned that you said 28 and above. What is significant about that number? I feel that people two years before 30 in that realm, they're more serious and focused. They've been through a lot of, enough relationships to kind of know themselves. Ideally, I always say 30 and up, but I have been having some really strong candidates in that 28, 29 feel that are just like, they're really ready. Like they've had their career, they've been in some relationships, but they want something serious now. I think some people, when they start getting closer to 30, it's like, oh, I gotta, gotta buckle down. I gotta find that partner, you know, especially for women that wanna have children, because as we get older, it can be more difficult. So that's another right. thing I've been having long in-depth conversations about, I'm sorry, with people regarding children, especially women. Would you date a man that has children? Do you want children yourself? If he does have children, how many can he have? Do you care if they live in the household? What about the ages? Because there are women that will date a man that has grown children only, but not young children. Yeah. And there's also women that only want to date a man that has younger children because she wants to be able to connect with them at a younger age. Okay. So there's, there's different perceptions because like, if I'm going to be the stepmom, I want to know them now. So when they get older, we can form this relationship. Other people are like, ah, I don't really want them in the house. <laughs> they need to be gone. So, you know, preferences. Everyone's different. Yeah. Have you ever had any men come to you who are in their 40s, mid 40s, and they haven't seen, been able to find somebody, no kids, never been married? Is that a red flag to you? Not necessarily. It can be if you're just looking from the outside and not looking within, but that's why I ask questions. Okay, let's talk about this. And I'm so glad you said that because I have a highly successful lawyer that is my client currently, and he's in that same boat, late 40s, highly successful worked his fucking ass off. And I say that because I looked up the credentials. I know he has assets. He's been caring for his, his parents and he has had no time to focus on finding a wife at all. But when I tell you this man has been busy, <laughs> he has been busy. And, and I mean, he, he said, my main desire is to have generational wealth. I want yeah. to have generational wealth. My, my parents did so much for me. I want to give that back. But now I have to focus on everything that I want. I was like, okay, well, what is it that you want? He's like, I want a wife. I want a wife. I want a wife, someone that I can love. He's like, she has to be okay with me being a very hardworking lawyer. Um, and she also has to know that I like to cook and I'll be in the kitchen more than she does. I was like, what? Wow. Okay. Um, but he's what? He's in his late forties. Yeah. He's not 50 yet, but he's really close. He's getting yeah. it. He doesn't, yeah. look, so. he doesn't look at it at all. Um, he's my most particular client that I've ever had, but I love his energy. And <laughs> I told him, I was like, you are one, you are one picky man, but we're going to figure this out. We're going to yeah. work out. So I think it's so funny. Like my husband is really, really um, 
you know, his main goal in life is to build generational wealth as well. But I'm like, listen, you there's no point in building generational wealth if you don't have no generations. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, you know, definitely start working on that. If you want to work on that, I think that'll be a beautiful thing for you both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold on. This lawyer, this this single lawyer, what city he in? Cause I got um one of my girlfriends is single. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, honestly, send them my way. He's located in Dallas, but he literally told me, if you find me a woman that I'm compatible with, I will get on a plane this week. That's how dedicated he is. He is he's my favorite client because he plays no games. He knows exactly what he wants, and he's willing to be patient for what he wants because she can't have any children. He wants to be a father. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have to make a lot, of, a lot of money. He's very well off, very well off, but he doesn't also want to be objectified and looked at as like someone who's just going to, poor cash you know what I'm yeah saying? he doesn't want to date a gold digger he wants a woman that's passionate happy bubbly and he likes slender women like he's very particular yeah slender. i was like so she can't be slim thick slender he, he told me she can have a flat ass booty and a great heart and it, it's all it's all right <laughs> oh lord and he looking for he looking for a black woman he's looking for a black woman a thin black woman who wears her hair naturally that's active like likes to work out but he likes thin women he doesn't she doesn't have to have ass and titties yeah 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 but yeah. he's like i know that's different from what you're used to i was like it's very different from what i'm used to but this isn't about what i'm used to this is about you sir and me finding you your wife if this is what you envision for yourself then okay but he was like yeah slim and slender i was like okay slim and slender you got it but people know what they want and i don't judge i listen i take notes yeah yeah <laughs> people, but I think the most surprising thing I ever heard during a consultation was a man that told me, oh, she can't smoke weed ever, but cigarettes are okay. And I was just like. That sounds backwards. It does. But again, <laughs> with his preference, it was his preference. So. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. I guess my last random question um, is, do you watch Married at First Sight? I don't. Mm. I don't. I saw a couple of episodes. They d I did hear that there are a couple of Nigerians on there. I do want to tune into it. It's so funny because people ask me about, there's another matchmaking show that launched um, Indian matchmaking. Love oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Married at First Sight. Um, there was another, Love is Blind. I did watch Love is Blind twice. Yeah. I love that show. I love that show. I love that show. You know, you know what, as an expert, so I do Married at First Sight reaction videos on my YouTube channel and the show is wildly popular. Um, as an expert, you watching the show, even if you did reviews, like reaction videos to it, like people love the show so much, like they watch the videos, like the reaction videos, right? But you see where the uh, matchmakers made mistakes. Like you mentioned kids earlier in one couple, the woman was really, really on the fence about having kids. She wasn't sure she wants to travel. And the guy was hell bent on having kids. And he ended up leaving her before the show was over because he's like, you don't want kids. That's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. See, yeah. kids are a major thing. I talk about kids <laughs> less than five minutes into the conversation. Okay, the topic is kids. I go so in depth as to age ranges. How many are you willing to date someone with? Like, what is it? And is this non-negotiable or what? Are there any, like what, I think kids would be, be the number one deal breaker. What would you say is like number two? Cigarettes. There are a lot of people that won't date somebody that smokes cigarettes. It's just like, they're major on that. And good oral hygiene, like, oh, he has to have his teeth <laughs> or she has to have a beautiful smile. And I understand that, you know, like you, you have a beautiful smile. I'm sure that your husband saw that from a distance, like, oh, my, people have different things that they like, but the most common is cigarettes. Some people don't like the smell. Um, it just bothers them, whatever the case may be. But children and cigarettes have been the most common thing that I've heard of 
since I've been starting this matchmaking business. And I don't blame people. I understand. Let's talk about it then. What does that look like? <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Chief, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, but this is such a good combo. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about something you mentioned, which is lifelong partnerships. Okay, so uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations. I'm here with my special guest, certified matchmaker and dating specialist, Chi. You can follow her on Instagram at NYA Love by Chi. And she also has a website at NYA Love and Dating.com. Um, what does the NYA stand for? Yes, I love this question. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, <overcome laughs> Um, NYA stands for not your average, Oh, not your average love and dating services company. Um, a lot of people make you pay a monthly fee. No, oh, yeah. no, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. If you can pay me a monthly fee, if you want dating and love advice constantly, I got you. But as yeah. far as the matches, you pay for the matches that you want based on something that you can afford. And I start looking for you. It makes me very different from other matchmakers. It sets me apart. I'm not going to charge you repeatedly every single month when I'm actively looking. I mean, I'm looking, you already paid for it. So I'm doing the service. Yeah, my my business development manager might say something different. He thinks that maybe I should start charging monthly, but at the end of the day, it's my business and I do what I want. I just I feel like my heart is in the right place, and I'm getting a lot of good feedback, and people are excited to work with me. I've been getting referrals, so the universe has been good to me, and people have been finding love, and that's all I care about. Um, I do truly believe that it's something that I can't get anywhere else. There's nothing that fulfills me more than seeing two people fall in love. Oh my goodness. It makes me cry every time. Like it makes me cry every time. I'm I'm really a sap when it comes to that, and I just can't wait to go to my first wedding. That other couple that I put together. Yeah, that, me. That will be everything, and I'll have to be in the back with the like a whole two boxes of Kleenex or something because it's so beautiful. I love weddings. One thing I say, Chi, when people ask me about being married, um, this is like actually very true. Like number one, people say, "What do you think about being mar being married?" and the only thing that I typically say, or the first thing I typically say is unnecessary. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I actually had this thing in my head. Like, th I think the number one thing that I probably regret in my relationship with my husband is I told him when we first got together, I said, oh, okay, you know, we can be together. You know, we don't have to get married immediately or anything like that. Because I was very young. But I was like, if we've been together five years and we're not married or engaged, I'm not gonna be happy. I'm not gonna be happy with that. And then year five hit and I was looking like, um, excuse me, and I was not happy. And my husband said, you know, you know I wanna be with you, you know I, I wanna make you my wife, I've always said that, but I just need a little bit more time. And I said, okay, that's fine. And I was not happy all the way up into the point where he proposed to me, you know? And that was, we, that was probably like closer to five years ago, four or five years ago. But the whole entire process of that and getting engaged and getting married made me realize if I had just been a little bit more patient, like I, I kind of had a little bit of a tantrum, you know? But I was like, if I had just been a little bit more patient, it would have been all good. And then at the end of the day, like marriage really didn't change 
that much when it came to our relationship. We already lived together. We already sleeping together. We already love each other. Like, it just really didn't change that much. Yeah, I guess that leads up to my question. Is the goal when you match people ultimately marriage or is it just happiness in a long-term relationship and a partner? So both, I would say. Okay. Again, everyone has their preferences. I would love to see them get married, but I'll get to why in just a moment. But there are people that do say that they want that long-term companionship. And I'm, I'm more than willing to assist them in that too. However, yeah. I love when the goal is marriage. And the reason why is there's such a jaded point of view on marriage. Oh, it's just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> but here's the thing though, but if you can have that relationship and that loving and kindness and being respectful to each other and having fun with your partner and really good, engaging, passionate sex and some, with someone that you trust who's loyal to you and everything and get married and be that, that, that couple's goals for other people, you know what I'm saying? Not, not generally, not saying that that's what it has to be like, oh, I want to be goals for someone. No, but just to make marriage look even more beautiful, right? Because yeah. we've been tainted about what it looks like. Like, oh, it's yeah. just, but why can't we have that too? And then be that example, be the, the actual happy couple that's married. Like, oh, well, I know that you've been through this or I know society says that, but my marriage is great and here is why. You know, it just adds so much more value. We can say I'm married and happy versus I am in a committed relationship. I mean, that's great. That's great. Get married and actually like, just be that, be that couple that is married and happy. If you can be, you know, Yeah. I I mean, there's reasons why people don't want to get married. And I understand that, but it is a beautiful thing when both people do. Yeah. I actually agree. I just think that I should have just, I think for, for men and for my husband specifically, finances and being financially stable was a huge part of the goal working up to that. And I just could have been a little bit more patient. But at the end of the, I mean, I, I say that, but also at the end of the day, honey, if we together, we together, whether you, you know, we still working on getting to the, our financial goals or not. And the other thing I was going to say is, I guess, you know, we don't have kids yet. And, you know, being married and having kids and like their last name and stuff makes a difference. And one thing that my husband said from being married is after we came back from our honeymoon and like settled in a little bit, he was like, wow, now that's like, I don't have to worry about like finding a woman that's going to have my back. I already have that. Now I can focus my energy on other things. And as a man, he felt like this is a relief for me. I have my lifelong partner and I don't, that's not something that I have to concern myself with anymore because I know she's going to be here when I get home. And now I can focus my energy on other things, which was an interesting point of view. Yeah, but it makes sense though. So Again, everyone wants someone they can trust. Like people, when I ask, okay, so what, what kind of personality traits are you looking in someone? Are you looking for? And they're always telling me, oh, um, loyalty, trust. I mean, that's big. So what, honestly, what your husband said is really what every man wants. They want somebody that's going to be down for them, be supportive, that they can depend on. It's really nice to have somebody in your game, like, sorry, in this game of life, have somebody that really has your back, especially as a black man in America. Yeah. Because you already got the whole world against you, but so do black women. So do black women. So yeah. putting them together, I mean, there, there's no limits to what you can do as a happy couple, right? Mm. As a happy couple that has each other's back. So I get it. But that's what everybody's goal is, right? My um, One of my email handles that I have my clients send um, their love language results to initially mm-hmm. is fun and love with chi mm-hmm. and the reason why is because everyone at the end of the day wants someone they can have fun with and someone they can love but like loyalty and trust that goes without saying people want that yes but yeah. a lot of people want somebody they can like 
really chill, like a true friend and companion, but also a lover. You know, the ride or die through everything because life is hard, but especially within the Black community, 2020 has been a shit show. It has been a shit show. But what I tell people, what I encourage my clients to do is find the beauty in all this bullshit. Like we we have to find a way to elevate. We have to find a way to keep living. Shit is hard right now. And it's been for many, many, many years. I don't even know if it's going to get better, honestly, but it's important to know that there is love out there and there's, there's stuff to be found. There's stuff to be found in people and within if we just open up our hearts and our minds we can't control a lot of the shit that's happening we i mean we (laughs) there's only so much stuff that we can do but the love that you have for other people and within yourself will go a long way going into you know a few more trending topics everybody was talking about will and jada their entanglement and their lifelong partnership right do you know what the difference is because to me it sounds like they are just BFFs, <laughs> uh, Will and Jada are, and they um, the they don't have a traditional marriage. They're just li- lifelong partners, like business partners, partners in friendship, and so forth. But, you know, what's your point of view on that? So, okay, so I'm a big fan of Will and Jada. The only thing I had an issue with, <laughs> with the whole entanglement situation is, when everything was going on with Brianna Taylor, I just felt like something should have been said or addressed because they had so much media around them. Yeah. At the same time, it had nothing to do with their relationship. So I get that. But I just felt like it would have been a great time to like say something like, if Jada would have been like, oh, I, I, I was in an entanglement with August. Also, arrest the killers. <laughs> that yeah. Brianna Taylor. That would have been great. But you know, that's in the perfect world, right? But I've always been a fan of both Will and Jada. Um, yeah. What I will say is, I think it just depends on that person. And I, I will always, always, always advocate for marriage. I prefer to work with clients that want to get married yeah. because it can get really spotty with the whole life term partner thing. Like, what does that look like? Are you monogamous? Cause mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't tend, no, I'm not even tending. I only work with people that are monogamous minded. However, I have no issues with the polyamorous community. I've also been in polyamorous relationships myself, mm-hmm. polyamorous ones, open ones, triads, which means mm-hmm. with two other people all at mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. I have so yeah. I saw that to say, I don't judge anyone. However, my vision, my vision for the kind of love that I want to see, the kind of love that I want to bring together is for monogamous minded people that want to be married. Huh. Okay. Well, I, you know, staying on the trending um, subjects, which I actually jumped on TikTok, asked them, what are some questions that you would want to ask a matchmaker? And the most popular question that I got was, what are some celebrity couples that you think make an excellent couple that to you know with the potential or that already have a long-lasting relationship or some celebs that are not together that you think would make a really good couple have you ever thought about that so my favorite couple because he always he always makes a a point to address her in in ways that is very subtle but sweet and that's denzel and his wife i have (sighs) never he, they've been together for I don't know how many. You never heard about Denzel stepping out on no one. You never he- see him acting crazy. He has had so many roles, so many roles, and done them really, really well. Mm-hmm. And even still, though, when it comes to his marriage, you never hear about any drama with them. You see her face, though. Maybe he's, he's with his hand on her in some way, usually behind on, on her back. He's just there with her. They are beautiful, and they are chill. People are not in their business because they, they don't keep their business out there. I love them yeah. for that respectively also i also admire will and jada i know we already talked about them everybody knows about them yeah. but i like them because they're not afraid they have the red table talk they will talk about their issues so yeah this is us and what i had entanglement and what so what 
Yeah. But the thing is, there are a lot of married couples that are having entanglements and not saying nothing to nobody. So right. what makes different? You know what I mean? So yeah. I respect them both in different ways. I respect Denzel and his wife for being private, but still being present. Right. And I expect, I respect Will and Jada for being out there and not caring who, <laughs> what anybody has to say about them living their lives. People want to be so quick to judge and not look at their own situation. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. judge anyone. I don't judge anyone at all. Who, who am I to judge somebody? Especially because we all come from different walks of life. All of us have different upbringings. Some of us, our parents are still married. Some of them, they were never married. Some, it was an ugly divorce. Whatever yeah. the case may be, there's a reason why you are the way you are today. There's a reason why you receive love that way. And there's a reason why you give love this way. I'm just trying to put it all together so I can help you find someone. But sometimes I do have to tell people to start with themselves. Because there's some people that just need some help within before. Yeah. Within you yeah. know, and that's not always the most easiest conversation to have, but I'm willing to have it. Yeah. I'm very open, honest, and direct, and people like my approach. But like, I'll, I'll tell you the truth, but also follow it with a hug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the hug. Have you ever turned any? Okay. So the first thing, okay. So the first thing I'll say is Denzel and his wife, I admire, oh my God, like I admire them and their relationship so much. Um, and then Will and Jada, you know, they have resilience. So that's one thing about their their relationship that nobody can deny. But you mentioned working on yourself. Have you ever turned someone away to say, you know what, I really think that you need to, you know, go to therapy or do some self-work because you're not necessarily ready to be in a relationship? Yes, but I offer that as well. Okay. So that's why it's not just um, NYA matchmaking. It's NYA love and dating services okay. because love can be put with other people or within. And also I even go so far as to say, I have a list of black counselors and therapists in your area. These are my suggestions. Feel free to reach out right. to them if I think that's what they need. Right. Cause they're saying stuff like, like a big trigger word for me is suicidal. Oh, I feel like if I'll never find love, I'll probably just kill myself. Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait yeah. a minute. That's a lot. Why, why are we? No. Yeah, it's, I've just been really depressed. Okay, well, that's okay, but let, let's talk about it. The thing is, because I'm not a licensed therapist or psychologist, um, but I end up being a lot of people, I know I, yeah. <laughs> I know they kind of treat me that way, but I get it. It comes with the territory, but I'm always happy to refer out. But yes, that has happened in some cases, but yeah. I always have somebody or someone I can refer them to. I don't want to ever leave anyone just hanging there in the wind or in the dark. Like I want yeah. you to be aware of what I'm seeing in you but also let you know that I'm not turning you down indefinitely. I just want you to do some more work on yourself. Okay, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to step into the Keep It Real corner and give advice to someone who needs help getting over a crush. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations. This is such a good episode about love and relationships uh, with Chi, certified matchmaker. If you haven't already, follow her on Instagram at NYA Love by Chi. And we are stepping into the Keep It Real corner. Now, this is a real question from TikTok. Um, This person asked me, and it was actually a guy. He said, what is your advice for getting over a crush who turned me down because she said I'm too nice? He basically said that this woman, he had a crush on a girl. She friend zoned him and said that you are too nice. I'm not interested in dating you romantically. What's your advice for getting over um, over that crush? That's a great question. 
what I will say is she don't deserve you, period. Period. At all. Because here's the thing, though. There's women that say, oh, that whole too nice thing, that's played out. I don't even, maybe honestly, your personality may not just fit hers. Maybe she wants someone that, that's just different. That's okay. But that's not about, that's not your issue, right? Make sure that whoever you have your sights on sees you for you, likes you for who you are. The fact that she's turning you down because you're being a gentleman, because you're too, what, what is that? This 2020, people need to be nice. Shit is rough out there. No, don't waste any more time. Listen, know that you are more than capable of finding someone that sees you for you. She, she's old news. I, there's 7.8 billion people in this world. Someone's going to like you for being nice. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to actually see you for the gentleman that you are, respectively. Best of luck to her on whatever the fuck she's she's looking for okay well we wish her well but she's just not for you get over her today don't waste any more time because i promise you she's not losing losing sleep over you right like right you just have to my thing is people invest too much time in chasing people that don't see them you need to be seen for all that you are life is too short to be investing in the people that don't invest the same type of energy into you move on today because i guarantee you someone will see you will love that and will give that back reciprocation is key. You want to be with somebody that can reciprocate what you're giving or what you're going to end up drained. If you were to say yes to that woman or she was like, you know what? I thought about it and yeah, I do want to date you. I, I guarantee you it's never going to be enough. She's going to come back and say something else. Well, you kind yes. of, just, we don't have time. No, no, no. Next, next. Move on today. Move on today. She's, she will run you like a dog trying to please her because she don't like you. Like, and it may be something that she's struggling with. Maybe she just used to getting to dealing with assholes. So now she thinks that that's, that's real love. Oh, if he's not an asshole, then it can't be real. Mm -hmm. that, that has nothing to do with you, sir. Just, or, or ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if it was. It's a guy. It's a okay, guy. Yes, sir. No, no. Bye. No, we don't need that. That's negative energy. Thank yeah. you very much for whatever she had to share. And then like on to the next. And I told him. If she's in the you're too nice stage of her life, she's immature. She is. She is. She's I'm, immature. That's not her fault. I mean, we don't know what she's been through. I don't know her history, but yeah. that's not for you to know. She yeah. told you what she had to say. Friend zoning, that's okay. Take that as a blessing. I'm glad she friend zoned you because now you realize that's not someone you need in your life. But exactly. wish her well, unless you actually do want to be your friend, unless she's really cool, <laughs> apart from the romance. I don't yeah. recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that would just be, yeah, I, I don't recommend it either. But yeah, just know, know your worth, sir. Know your worth. Period. Well, that was amazing advice, honey. I hope he listens. I actually, I gave him a little bit of advice when we were on live and he asked that question. You know, I said, she, congratulations. She did you a favor, you know? Because we are who we are. I mean, just, it would be different if it was a negative trait. Like if she was like, oh, you're too rude or too mean. Okay, well, let's talk about why you're coming off that way, sir. But too nice. Yeah. Stop it. Just stop it. Just stop. No. Wow. Move forward. Because there will be somebody, there will be a woman that loves you for all that you are and will reciprocate. Exactly. And there you have it. Well, Chi, listen, I love this conversation with you. If people want to keep up with you, what can they do? Like, how can they keep up with you? What do you have coming up? Do you have anything, you know, what are you, what are you doing next to take your business to the next level? Just, I just want to, you know, hear all of it. So I'm always doing consultations. I'm always building my database. The more people I have that are in my database, the more matches I have for other people. Yeah. However, not to say that if you become my client and, you, and someone that, and my, your potential partner is not in my database, I'm not going to find them because right. I will look everywhere. But that's my main thing. I want people to schedule consultations with me. If you are single, single, 
entanglement free and searching, I do want to work with you. So that's, I just encourage everyone to book a consultation if you're serious and searching for a partner um, to love with the goal being marriage. And even if it's not, I just hope that you get there, but that's all right. I'll still talk to you. Yeah. Um, but my website, that's the best way to reach me. Okay. Um, www, sorry, www.nyaloveanddating.com. Oh, this one is bright. Um, <laughs> that's my website. There's also a portion there if you hit the contact page where you can ask me any questions that you have about the process or what have you. But I found that my website is very thorough. But again, if you do have any additional questions, ask them. Um, also, you can feel free to DM me on Instagram. People do that all the time. <laughs> yes. They love by Chi. So that works. But yeah, that's really all I have. I'm just constantly growing, constantly growing. And I want to have consultations with as many people as I can, get them in my database and help them find love. That is the goal forever and always. Wow. Well, you sure gave some good advice on this episode, y'all. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the platform you're listening to right now. And if you love Colored Couch Conversations, don't be shy. Make sure you tell someone about the show, especially this episode, honey. Send this to your single friends. You can follow us on Instagram at Colored Couch Conversations and watch the show on my YouTube. That's Comedian Jasmine W on YouTube, spelled J-A-Z-M-Y-N. Thanks to my dad and thanks for Chi. Thanks to Chi for being on the show. My pleasure.